This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from ADL's headquarters in New York. Each year, the major issues and the major thought leaders on the front line in the fight against anti-Semitism and hate come together for ADL's Never Is Now Summit at the Jacob Javits Center in Manhattan. The annual summit will take place from the first week of March, with the public portion being on Wednesday and Thursday, March 6th and 7th. Here once again to offer us a sneak peek at what to expect at this premier event is the fabulous Deb Lehrer, ADL's Vice President for Brand and Marketing. Welcome, Deb, to From the Frontlines. Thank you, Scott. I am so happy to be back. So I want to start with an overriding question. Talk to us about this moment that we are in with anti-Semitism at levels never seen by most Jews uh, and people clamoring for perspective and solutions. How important is this year's Never Is Now and, and how big a responsibility is it to be putting out content that matches the moment? It's a great question and one that we're getting a lot. And I wish I didn't have to say every year that this is the most important time for a community to come together and come to this event. Um, But I think this year it is more true than ever uh, with what we're seeing, to your point about rising anti-Semitism, especially in the wake of the October 7th attack. People are not only scared um, and very concerned about what they're seeing, whether it's online, in their communities, on college campuses, um, so they're they're scared and concerned. They feel alone. They're not sure who their allies are, who's going to stand up for them. And then also, they're not sure what they can do about it. So we were hearing from a lot of people that they feel helpless or powerless. And so we're hoping to address all of those things at Never Is Now next week. Our plan is to have people leaving the event feeling like they know more about the context of what's happening, that they leave feeling empowered and know how to take action and join ADL in the fight against anti-Semitism. You know, we're expecting over 3,000 people at this event. So I think there's going to be something really powerful to sit in a room and look around and see literally thousands of other people who have come together. And I think that's going to be really important for addressing this feeling of loneliness in this moment. Let's uh, back up a bit. I offered a brief description of Never Is Now, but can you give them more of an overview of what Never Is Now is? And and then we can unpack the pieces. Absolutely. So Never Is Now is ADL's annual summit on anti-Semitism and hate. It's the largest event of its kind focused on anti-Semitism in the world. It's the eighth year that we are doing it. Um, this year, we there's so much to cover that we have expanded the event to two days, whereas previously it has been one day. Um, and it's going to be a jam-packed two days. We're going to have three different main stage or plenary sessions uh, where people will hear from incredible speakers. We're going to have over 25 different breakout panels and sessions for people to do deep dives into certain topics. And we're going to have a number of experiences for people to interact and engage with when they're not in one of those sessions. So we're going to have an advocacy center where people can reach out to their representatives, learn how to advocate um, you know, in the fight against anti-Semitism and hate. We're going to have a self-guided art exhibit. We're going to have photo booths. So lots of ways for people 
to experience um, what I think is a truly incredible and powerful event. Before we delve into those various pieces that you mentioned, uh, which sound very exciting, and let's talk about the issues. So Never Is Now focuses on some of the critical issues being faced by ADL today. What are the issues that will be highlighted and discussed at this year's Never Is Now? We have a lot of issues, as we always do. I think some of the big themes we're going to be seeing this year is there's going to be a lot of discussion around anti-Semitism on campus, both in terms of what's happening, what's being done to address it, how everybody in the room can get engaged. We're going to have a number of conversations about what we're seeing online. So topics such as content moderation, how AI is affecting um, the fight against hate and anti-Semitism. There are also going to be a number of uh, topics around physical safety and the fact that a lot of people in the Jewish community don't feel safe. So we'll have issues about, um, you know, protecting the Jewish community against swatting and other threats. We're also going to have um, a really great conversation this year focused on the unique um, threats of anti-Semitism on the Orthodox community. And then there's going to be a lot of discussions with incredible leaders talking about what's happening in different sectors and industries when it comes to fighting anti-Semitism. So we'll have topics on, um, you know, Jewish representation in film and storytelling. We're going to have one about bias in media. We're going to hear from a number of corporate leaders in terms of what's happening in um, corporations around the country to address this, whether with uh, employee resource groups or other efforts being made. Okay, you mentioned leaders. So mm -hmm. let's talk about that, who the, the speakers are, who the leader, thought leaders are, who are the headliners this year? Every year, I feel like we raise the bar. So we have some incredible speakers that we've already announced. So we're going to be joined again by our hosts, Juju Chang and Abigail Pogrebin. We're going to be hearing from Ambassador Deborah Lipstadt, the Special Envoy to Monitor and Combat Anti-Semitism. We'll be hearing from award-winning author Dara Horn. Um, and then we're going to also have, you know, people like comedian Alex Edelman. We're going to have content creators and influencers like Montana Tucker and Hen Mozig. We'll hear from Apollo CEO Mark Rowan. So really some incredible names. I would also be remiss if I didn't mention Nusir Yassin, who goes by Nas Daily online, who will be receiving our Daniel Pearl Award. So just, just a sense for some of the headliners. And believe it or not, even with only a week left, we have a bunch of new speakers who will be announced in the coming days. Those are names that people know and certainly would want to come and hear. But a lot of other names that people do not know, but they also have a critical message to offer. Tell us what to expect in terms of uh, the broader set of speakers. We're going to have you know speakers who are really experts in their space. So for instance, we are going to have people like Ben Cosgrove and Nina Tassler on that panel I mentioned about telling Jewish stories and representation on film and screen. And those are two people in Hollywood right now who are doing just that, focusing on bringing Jewish stories to life. So I think that'll be really interesting. Um, we're going to also be featuring a number of experts who are also partners of ADL. So people like Sheila Katz, who heads up NCJW. We're going to have a really great panel featuring some of the analysts that work in our Center on Extremism, but who are embedded in the center as experts from other organizations. So people like Sarah Moore, who is doing that work on behalf of both ADL, but also GLAD, looking at hate targeting uh, LGBTQ individuals. We have over 100 speakers. I could spend an hour talking about all of them, but 
um, it's it's going to be incredible. Walk us through the schedule a little bit. What time does it start? What time does it end? What what is the, What's the arc of the two days? We kick things off Wednesday, March 6th, and then we'll start with a main stage session that morning that will start at 8.45 in the morning and go for a, a couple hours or so. And then from there, we'll have a breakout session where people will have a number of different topics that they can learn more about. We'll then break for lunch. And this year we're giving people a little bit of a longer lunch period so they can have lunch. They can attend one of those uh, activation areas I mentioned. They can talk to other attendees because that's something we always hear people really want to do is spend time with the other people in the room. Um, we'll then go into another breakout session um, uh, where people can again choose from a number of topics. And then we'll close the day. Uh, we'll end by about 5.30 that day with another main stage session. And then Thursday, things are structured a little bit differently. So we'll start the day at 8.30 with two breakout sessions in a row. I will mention that Thursday is the day that we'll be running our very popular high school track. And I believe we have over 800 high school students and educators who will be with us on Thursday for that incredible program. And then Thursday, the programming will conclude with our final main stage session that will run from about 11.30 to 1.30. And then we'll have lunch and everybody will sort of touch base, talk about what they learned and hopefully walk out those doors feeling a little bit more hopeful than when they walked in Wednesday morning and certainly more empowered. You mentioned 800 students, high school students, which is really extraordinary, but how many are we expecting overall? So we are expecting over 3,000 people, which is by far our largest never is now to date. And I think perhaps one of the largest, if not the largest ADL event that we have held. And I guess moving it to, to two days was because we had too much content to offer? Yeah. So it's both because we just, we found that there was so much we wanted to talk about and so much people wanted us to talk about. It was a lot for one day. But also by expanding it to two days, I think it gives people an opportunity to come in for the event from places that are a little bit farther in the country. And I think making it a two-day event makes it more appealing for people to fly in, spend a couple of days in New York. Whereas when it was a one-day event, it was a little bit of a harder sell for people perhaps from you know, Chicago or Houston or LA to fly in just for a one-day event. This year, because of the two days, we're we're offering something new, which is a college track. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. talk a little bit about what that college track is and, and what we can expect. Yes. So as you mentioned, this is the first year we're doing a college track. We're expecting uh, hundreds of college students to join us from around the country. Um, and college students are invited to join us for both days. And then there'll be dedicated programming for them on Thursday. So they'll have a session that is unique to college students Thursday morning, where they will be welcomed by some speakers, they'll be in conversation um, with some experts, and then they'll also have uh, the opportunity, of course, to go to a breakout session to attend the main stage, and then they'll have their own lunch and sort of final closing session for those students as well. So a lot of opportunity for them to talk about what is happening on campus that is unique to their experiences in this moment and what they can do about it. And of course, the the high school track, which we've had before, but it, it sounds like it's it's greatly expanded this year. Mm -hmm. uh, what what will that look like? Yeah, so they, as I mentioned, the, the high school students will all be there on 
Thursday. Uh, so they will they will be a large presence uh, at the event. And they will be able to attend the breakout sessions that day, the main stage session. Uh, but then they will also have their own dedicated session uh, during lunch where, you know, they'll hear from our CEO, Jonathan Greenblatt, as well as have a facilitated session by our incredible education team, um, helping them understand, you know, how to address a lot of the issues that they will have learned about earlier in the day. You mentioned a bunch of special programs, but one that you haven't mentioned yet is the CLE or continuing legal education programs. What, what are we offering this year in terms of continuing legal education credit? Yeah, so another highlight of the event every year. So this year we will be offering three different sessions that are eligible for continuing legal education credit. Um, and there will be two offered on Wednesday, March 6th and one on March 7th. So on Wednesday we'll have, uh, can anti-Semitic and other hateful content be moderated on social media? as well as challenging anti-Semitism and bias in the workplace. And then on Thursday, the session uh, that will feature for this track will be taking anti-Semitism and hate to court. Um, and I should mention that um, at least a few of those will be available virtually as well for people to be able to receive CLE credit. And those sessions aren't just for people looking for CLE credit. They're going to be really interesting and engaging sessions for anyone that's interested in those topics. The advocacy station, you've mentioned that a couple of times, but what what's that going to look like? What will it offer? So the advocacy station will be staffed by members of our national affairs team, and they are going to have ways for people to sign petitions. They'll have ways for people to do some very fast training for how they can be advocates in their everyday lives, how they can reach out to their representatives on certain issues. Um, so there's going to be a number of ways both for people to take action right there at the Javits Center, but also to leave with some additional tools in their advocacy tool belt to take back to their communities and hopefully, you know, share some of that knowledge with their friends and continue to act as amazing advocates. And the art exhibit, also a self-guided ADL history experience. This yes. is all new. I, I don't recall having things to go through within the space. Exactly. This is a, a new feature this year. So it will be a self-guided exhibit where people can experience and explore and see artifacts from ADL's history and some of what we've done in our 110 plus years that we have been around and engaging in this work. So that's going to be, I think, really interesting. And especially for people that are not familiar with ADL, but I think even for some of the people who have been ADL supporters for a long time, I think it's going to be an opportunity for them to learn a lot about some of the work ADL has done that maybe they're not so familiar with. We will have an art exhibit featured with some digital representations of art that was done by an Israeli artist uh, inspired by their experience on October 7th, which I think will be very powerful as well. What are we trying to capture with the video booth? The video booth is, uh, we're, we're going to have both a video booth and a photo booth. So the photo booth will be a great opportunity to capture your experience at Never Is Now. If you're coming with your synagogue, if you're coming with another group, take pictures as a group. You can posted on social media. And then the video booth is an opportunity for us to ask people about their experiences, what they've learned, um, what they're hopeful about. It's just a great way for people to share in real time um, what their experience 
is at the event and what their experience is with anti-Semitism right now. And so it's a way for us to continue to tell the story and to communicate to the world really what's happening with anti-Semitism and how people are feeling in the moment. And you mentioned that some of the sessions will be uh, available virtually. Which sessions will be available virtually besides the CLE, which you had mentioned? Yeah, so all of our main stage sessions will be live streamed. And then the full schedule of which of our breakout sessions will be live streamed will be available later this week, likely on Friday. So we'll have information about virtual registration coming very soon. I assume you're expecting many more people to tune in virtually. Yes, thousands more. So this event really reaches quite a lot of people, which is fantastic. As we close out the show, can you tell the listeners how they can find out more and register for Never Is Now, taking place on March 6th and 7th at the Javits Center in Manhattan? The best way to get information and register is to go to our event website, neverisnow.org. Um, so if you go there, you will see everything you need. And I would be remiss if I didn't let everybody know that registration closes this Thursday, February 29th at midnight local time. So if you have not yet bought your tickets, now is the best time to do so. So people need to act quickly. I encourage all the listeners to register immediately for Never Is Now at neverisnow.org, either to attend in person or virtually. It's clearly a not-to-be-missed event for those who care about fighting anti-Semitism and hate. Thank you so much, Deb, for taking the time to inform the listeners about Never Is Now and for all of your incredibly hard work building this year's important program. Thank you so much, Scott, and I hope to see many of your listeners there next week. And thank you to you, the listeners, who tuned into this From the Frontlines podcast. Uh, If you are not already a subscriber, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify. To ensure that you do not miss a show, just search for From the Frontlines, and please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on X, Threads, and Instagram. My X handle is at Scott A. Richmond. My Instagram and Threads handle is at Scott underscore ADL. And our hashtag is fighting hate for good. 